Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, and we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Stephanie. It's a cold but beautiful, uh, clear morning. It is amazing. And before we go any farther, I want to say thank you to the staff and the management Kyle, over here at the Hampton Inn at Thanksgiving Point in Lehigh, Utah. That's where we're coming from today. At least John and I are. Doug's at his place and and Lisa's here with us also. But we are doing a little bit of traveling and lots of meetings. Doug and I have been fed with a fire hose the last few days. It's been amazing. The people, the guests that we're bringing on, the things that we've got going. It's just, it's been so fun. And I am at the Hampton Inn at Thanksgiving Point. And I just want to tell everybody here, thank you so much. And with that being said, we also want to thank our sponsors, the Mindful Lab, where you can find clarity, connection, and peace. The MindfulLab.net is where you can get a hold of Christine. And a big shout out to Sunshine Family Hemp. I was just talking to them this weekend. We got went and got some more hemp. It really has made a huge difference in my sleeping, and it's made a huge difference in the pain level that that some of us are handling and just so many different things. We really, really want you to get onto nature side of health, which is sunshinefamilyhemp.com and make sure that you put down vitality. If you put down vitality, they will give you 10% off. So make sure you do that sunshinefamilyhemp.com with the code word vitality. We love them. And also Oils by Ellie. There is an oil for that. And Oils by Ellie is at oilsbyellie at gmail.com. She's got amazing. We love our essential oils. So make sure you get a hold of Ellie for those essential oils. And also Heaven, when Miracles, When Heaven Touches Earth. This is our own Doug Crockett's YouTube channel. He has got amazing, amazing guests on there. I believe, Doug, you're over 40 yeah, 40 videos yep, over now? 40 videos now, yep. That is so awesome. And one of those beautiful women that shared on there, I was just watching it again for, I think, the third time and <laughs> crying again for, I believe, the third time yes. and doing a little bit more sobbing and a little bit more um, understanding and just grateful for the miracles in her life is our guest, Lisa, today. And I'm going to have you, Doug, introduce her because you were the one that was able to do this incredible interview with her. And we want you guys to go on Doug's YouTube channel, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth, and you can watch that whole video. So, Doug, I'm going to turn that over to you. I Thank you. Uh, this is a wonderful chance again to visit with Lisa. She was a, a wonderful experience and video that, we, that I was able to do with her, oh, six months ago. But uh, what an incredible story that she had with her family, with her daughter particularly. It talks about a healed heart and all the miracles that occurred in their lives. Um, it's one of the most powerful stories that I think I've, I've, I've put together. They're all really powerful. This one was just an incredible um, outpouring of the spirit that came from a tremendous trial. And uh, Lisa's a great example to all of us of, of holding firm, being strong, keeping the faith. And so it's really our privilege now to be able to visit with her uh, this morning and talk about her experience uh, with her family and her daughter. And so, Lisa, welcome, welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be the voice of many who experienced a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, well said. It's, uh, Go ahead, I'm, yes. But let me preface by saying that this event happened 10 years ago, and I still cry. Mm-hmm. We still uh, 10 years, um, just this past November. And yes. when, as I've shared it with other people, why did you hold on to it for so long? <laughs> mm. <laughs> very, ten- very tender and very, um, um, I don't know why. Very tender. I don't know why. Um, Everything but- happens for a reason in the right timing. <laughs> right. That's not for my purpose, but maybe for the Lord's purpose. Exactly. And- now is the time to share. And so that's what we're doing is, is sharing. Agreed. So let me, let's just kind of rewind a little bit. 2011, at that time, we were a family of 
seven. So five children, my husband and I, and now we're a family of 13. So we've grown a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tends to happen. That's great. Yeah, they're 13 and a half now. But uh, 2011, it was the fall. We had uh, my husband and myself. We had a, a freshman in high school, a sophomore in high school, a senior in high school, a beautiful, well, they're all beautiful, but a, a 19-year-old at college and a, a son who was just getting ready to return home off a mission. He'd been gone two years in California, and we were so excited to welcome him home. Yes. Saturday before he came home, uh, we went to college day with our daughter, uh, some activities there, and we went with her. And on Sunday, she says, I don't feel well. I have a really bad sore throat. And I thought, well, you know, your brother's coming home tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow at the airport. So she... uh, so I just said, we'll see you tomorrow at the airport. Uh, she came to the airport to, to greet her brother, and she just was not feeling well. My mom, my throat hurt so bad. And I'm like, couldn't figure out kind of what was her problem. And she had maybe had some, you know, dental problem or something, and, you know, some ulcers in her mouth previously. And I thought maybe that was it. And, and so I said, well, you know, if you want, we can take you to Instacare. Let's get your brother off the plane and and we'll get him home, and then we'll run over to Instacare. So we took her to Instacare, and they did the strep, and they did the, and they're like, "Oh, I think we should has mono because everything's coming back negative." Mm. And so a bad sore throat, and so we're like, "Okay, well, it's mono." And she goes, "I gotta go back to school. I gotta go back to school, and I gotta go do my responsibilities at school." And so we sent her back to school, and it was a short week because it was um fall break. So we're going to have a couple of days and, and I'll, we'll come and get you at the middle of the week and then we'll get ready for your brother's homecoming. Um, the day the, Earlier in the day when we were going to go get her, I think we were going to get her on Thursday, Wednesday, her roommate called and says, you guys need to come get her now. She's just not feeling well. She's just not, and I don't want her here by herself. So we actually went a day earlier to go pick her up. We got her home, and she just slept and was just so tired and just not feeling well. Friday morning came, and she says, man, my stomach's starting to hurt. Mm. I don't feel <laughs> well. My stomach hurts. And I'm like, well, they told us it was mono. Am I giving you too much vitamin C? I don't know. But, <laughs> no, there's no, you know, let her sleep. And so I just, it's mono. That's what I thought. From bad to worse, yeah. Saturday, she still is, mom, I do not feel well. And I'm like, okay. Like, and you know, teasing. She and I just said, "Well, you need to get up and at least shower." She goes, "Mom, I can't move." Man, uh, brothers, I said, "Well, let's take you back to the doctor where they you got diagnosed." So where she couldn't move, she couldn't lift her arms, and her brothers carried her into the car. Wow. We drove the the facility where we, you know, she got diagnosed before, just saying not strep, but we don't know, possibly mono. When we get there, already, we said, can we have a wheelchair? Because she can't walk. And they're like, well, what's wrong with her? And we said, well, we were here earlier. We thought she had mono. And they take her blood pressure. And they're like, whoa, her blood pressure is so low. We can't even, if it's one point lower, we can't accept her. Oh, uh, So we got yeah. her. Yeah. They took her vitals. And they just decided we need to either drive her to the hospital or take her ambulatory. And she says, ambulance ambulance she and I was said like, that she said that wow. i would have oh let's save two thousand dollars and let's go drive yeah. <laughs> she probably saved her own life wow because if we would have went and uh driven we would have waited in an er because uh. she ambulance she was immediately taken in yeah taken in they assessed her um immediately what is going on she was um they could immediately tell that her blood pressure was extremely low, that um, just she was in multiple, have they explained it? She was in multiple system failure. Oh, um, this was at four o'clock in the afternoon. Just we were in that um, completely attended. I don't want you to think we were unattended, completely attended. From the minute she got there, she had their attention. And. Okay. Um, just trying to figure out what was wrong with her, asking her all these questions. No, 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 you know, nothing, nothing beforehand. I've only been sick since last Sunday, you know, no other previous anything. Right. Um, 
previous surgeries, no other anything. And so about 10 o'clock at night, they move us to a large ER room where there's more room and they put a pick line in her neck. Um, to They couldn't get the antibiotics in her fast enough. And so they don't, that goes right into the artery, as I understand. So that's the yeah, fast way. Yeah. The wow. way directly. And then uh, just they get her in there and then they get her to, then they put her up in a room. She needs to be admitted. Um, she's failing quickly. And oh, how terrifying. It was very, it was terrifying. I'm shaking now saying it. Um, sure, sure. I'm now, sorry, I'm a little anxious. Um, so then they got her to the room, got her hooked up on all these machines. And then I, my husband's with her and I walk out to the hall and I ask the doctor um, what is going on. By then they've called the main doctor of, right? Your big wig. Right. Yeah. Somebody so, that would have an answer, right? Yes. Right. Hopefully. And, and isn't that the issue is that everyone's kind of scratching their heads to figure it out. Doctors included and the mom and dad want to know what's going on. Doctors can't give good answers. So the anxiety of the situation continues to go up as situations are not working out and answers aren't forthcoming. And, and I can see how that would be so difficult on parents and ill everyone. Yes. And so the, the, where they put her in a room was called shock trauma ICU. Mm. Into ICU. And the doctor explained, he says, we don't know what's wrong with her. It's like chasing a ball, rolling down a hill. And we can't, we've lost sight of the ball. We can't even see the ball that she's plummeting. Yeah. Oh, uh, that night I stayed with her um, in that hotel, uh, excuse me, hotel room. In that <laughs> hospital room, yeah. Uh, that hospital room with my hand just on a, I remember it was a very cold folding chair sitting in that room with my hand just holding hers. And my husband went home because... Remember, we have a return missionary who's reporting the next day. Um, <laughs> Lots going on in the even family. Imagine. So yes. he at yeah. home, took care of our other four children. My husband and I are from very large families. And so uh, all of our families were gathered on both sides to be here to welcome our son home. And so we had already had lots of people at our house and in, in the neighborhood and everywhere all ready to welcome him. Um, the morning came. Uh, my husband brought me a change of clothes uh, to come and get going for the day. I was going to stay with Ashley, and he was going to be with our son, Joshua. Wow. Uh, he just left to go be with Joshua. The doctor comes in and, uh, uh, and says, we need to do surgery. And I said, okay, that'll be fine. Um, you know, exploratory. We don't know why she's hurting. And so they, when he told me that, and I said, okay, my husband will be back in a little bit. And he says, Oh, no, we're talking right now. Mm. And I, oh, okay. So I called my husband back and I said, okay, well, um, they're going to do surgery on her right now. And so, and then the anesthesiologist came in and he said, I want you to be prepared that she may not recover. Yeah. <sighs> he may not come back. And I was like, wait, what? That's like the first time I'd ever heard that this was like something you could fix. Wow. Right, as having my faith in the doctor, right, couldn't help her, and and so then then the next doctor came in and he says, "I want you to be prepared that she may not come out of this, mm. out of the surgery, out of the surgery." And it Man. was just it was just exploratory. They don't know what's wrong with her. My so goodness, this we're just trying to figure out, open her up, see what's going on, and so I at that point I was like, "Okay, my whole family is with." My son, my husband, everyone's over there. I'm here by myself, and I've just been told she might not come out of it. Oh, <sighs> how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Yeah. And okay, just come, come. Yep. Um, she and I don't know. I remember if I was trying to save him. I don't know that I told him that that she that she might not make it back. She might make it out of anesthesia. I can't remember, but I do remember feeling very. I didn't know what to do. I felt helpless and I was trying to think of, okay, like, what can I do? What can I do? And, and then I thought, oh, wait, like, I read the Book of Mormon every day, read my scriptures every day. There are certain 
blessings associated when you read your scriptures every day. Wonderful. Yes. Okay. Right. When I read my scriptures, I connect with God every day. Yep. There are blessings associated with that. So I reached over to the rail and I grabbed her hand and I just remember praying, please, Heavenly Father, all the blessings associated with reading the Book of Mormon today, can you please bless my family, bless my son, that he can report all the wonderful things that happened to him, and bless my daughter, that she can, whatever she needs to endure, that she can endure and be with the doctors. I, don't, I just ask that those blessings associated would be upon me and my family. I love um, that. It's, it's sometimes you get to those moments when sometimes all the prayers can be is just, please help me. Yes. It's at that level. I can't explain it any further. I can't di- diagram it anymore. Just I need some help. And please, as, yeah. As I am right now, as I am. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Alone, for me, alone. Other times it's different things, but as I am. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, we, she, my husband was able to get there quickly. Um, he was able to say goodbye to her. Um, yeah. Uh, everybody, you know, everybody came from to the hospital uh, mm-hmm. because it, they were all with my son. So why wouldn't they all come down to the daughter, right? They, <laughs> they came out of the surgery and they said she has extreme pneumonia, wow. um, damaged lungs. She is full of, in, of infection, mm. multiple system failure, um, is septic shock. Oh, mm. So yeah. she, she's dying. When she came out of her um, surgery, she was on life support. Mm. So um, I sent the rest of the family back to, okay, you know, we're having family over. We got to eat. So I sent them to eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Went with Ashley back to her room. And uh, just, we still don't know why, what has given her to be in septic shock complete, you know, multiple system failure and on life support. Out of the blue, out of nowhere. My goodness. A week ago, Sunday, well, you know, like as a week ago, Saturday, she was fine. A week ago, Sunday, had a little bit of a sore throat and Mm. and fast. Later that night uh, in her room, she, we were in there with her, you know, just struggling. Um, When you're on life support, it's, uh, uh, you've got a tube down your throat. You're not comfortable. You're upset, you're scared, and the doctors were explaining all of the different things that she could have to help um, her be comfortable in that condition of being on life support, right? Having that tube breathing for her because her lungs were so damaged. One of the things, and they told us that there was a cute little, what they call it magic milk, helps her forget. Mm-hmm. So if you're about that, Ashley will not remember those things that happened in the uh, ICU, uh, not in the ICU, but being on life support. But another thing that they asked us about is if um, anxiety medicine. Mm -hmm. And we said no. We said no. And I'm all for it. I was like, yeah, that. And then I was like, no. The spirit whispered no. And our family, we needed to be able to rely on the Savior And for us, I'm not telling anyone anything else. For us, we needed to rely on the Savior, our faith, and our family, and our community Mm. to get Ashley through this. And anxiety medicine was not what was going to be a part of that prescription for her. And with that decision, that also meant that either my husband or myself or a family member would have to be with Ashley at night, every night. She could not be left alone uh, because she couldn't handle it. She needed something. That was a commitment that we made um, that we did. And you have no idea at that point in time if it's going to be a week or a month or six months or a year, right? It's not, oh, well, you know, till she gets out of intensive care, you know, whatever that entailed. So, uh, wow. Every night, um, so there we, we were in, in that ICU for about a week. She was getting better. 
restoring systems. Then she um, uh, noticing that she, there was a black area on her lung. Mm. And so hmm. they decided to do a thoracotomy, which would, um, uh, they could go in and scrape the lung and get that infection off the lung because her lungs were so damaged. They went in a thoracotomy on her um, and scraped that the infection off her lung. And, and when she came out of, and then th- that black spot was a dead spot. Um, so they had to remove about a two by three inch area of her lung. Um, really? Wow. Because, wow. But once she came out of that, she was um, off life support. She could breathe on her own. Uh, with the well, the mask. She had the mask, but it wasn't down her tube, forcing her her lungs to to function. So she well, that just was had another miracle right there, wasn't it? On there, she just had it on her to help her breathe. From there, she was doing right. really getting stronger and stronger. Um, they sent us home. You know, look, no way. be it. We were good. We'd been home a week. Um, she was doing. Sh- great you know um we'd had strict instructions like if she ever got a fever or anything else we had to wear every day and i want to say she was in the hospital what two and a half weeks and then we had a break where they sent us home a week to the day that they sent us home my husband called me and said she's got a fever and then i worked like five minutes away between the five minute drive and i got home she's screaming in pain Mm. screaming my other lung my left side i can't breathe you know just Get me back to the hospital, she's telling me, you know, like, get yeah. me back. Later that day, we did the second thoracotomy on her left lung um, to scrape the infection. So the, they hadn't stopped the infection. It was still advancing throughout her body. Goodness. Oh, so we did that treatment, continuing to try to get the spread of the infection throughout her body. She... Um, Every night she would have a fever, couldn't figure out why she was having a fever. And just, and then by that time, because she was so, so very heavily medicated, they were withdrawing some of those uh, narcotics for pain. Then she started going into narcotic withdrawal. And that itself is a painful thing to go through when you don't feel good anyway, but then you're also going through narcotic withdrawal. Withdrawals along with the pain. Good heavens. Yeah. thinking, oh gosh, Thanksgiving. So this happened in October. We spent uh, Halloween in the hospital. We got to come home a little bit after Halloween. Then we were like, we were back in the hospital and we're like, oh, we'll be out for sure by Thanksgiving. You know, Um, two days before Thanksgiving, still in the hospital, still trying to figure out fighting this infection that it's overtaking her body. And we're like, well, hopefully Thanksgiving. And then two days before Thanksgiving, my husband loses his job. And so, <laughs> okay, uh, Lisa, we're going to stop right there for just a second. Cause I need to gather myself. <laughs> yeah. Holy I, know, cow. I know for our listeners out there, they're all just going, what? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's more, <laughs> there's a lot more. So we, we're going to take our break here and recognize our sponsors who we appreciate. Do not leave. We want you to come back. You got to hear the rest of the story. It just right. it's crazy and the miracles that have happened around it. So, stay with us. We'll be back with Lisa in just a few minutes. Everybody stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com/voiceamerica. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Hi, this is Ellie Meadows with Young Living Essential Oils. I invite you to skip the stress of the holidays this year and let Young Living take care of all of your gift-giving needs, from soothing bath bombs to delicious seasonal oil blends. Looking to make some extra money for the holidays? I'm currently accepting new team members who will have the exclusive opportunity to grow their business under the leadership of Jack Canfield, one of the top success coaches in America. For more information, find me on Facebook or Instagram under Oils with Ellie. That's E-L-L-I-E. Or email me, oilswithellie at gmail.com. 
Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are having quite the discussion here with our guest, Lisa. Lisa, tell us how to pronounce your last name. I want to make sure I didn't massacre it. <laughs> Tuai Tanu. Tuai Tanu. Such a beautiful name. Thank you so much. So she's been telling us about her experience with her daughter. This was 10 years ago now. Um, They almost lost her. She was perfectly healthy, strong, everything, and ended up in the hospital, ended up with surgery. At the same time, they're bringing their son home from his mission, had everybody there. She missed his mission farewell. She was in the hospital with her daughter, having emergency surgery and all these different things. And then... At Thanksgiving, when they just get their daughter back in the hospital, her husband loses his job. So you guys think you have problems? Hello. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's where we step in with faith, right? And and look for those miracles. So Lisa, I'm going to turn it back over to you and have you just pick that right up from where your husband had just lost his job. Thank you. You know, he also just, remember, I got four kids at home. Right. So Mm. had something that like they were, I had one trying out for basketball. I had one that was actually, he had three concussions in football that year. So he was having his own issues. And so it was, we just, everybody, it just wasn't all focused on her. It felt like that each one of us had our own individual things that we were trying to live life. Yeah. Um, The best could. And when my husband came and, when he lost his job, that was, well, um, I think we just said, well, okay, it'll be so easy for someone to stay with her right now. Um, that was kind of the first things. Well, that's a blessing. That's a good, good idea. A good view of it. Yeah. That's a good attitude. Wow. And so I was like, okay, well then that, you know, helps me. Cause then I won't worry about her during the day. Um, Thanksgiving came and the doctors just could not figure out why we're still in the hospital, why she's having fever. This, they're just not being able to get rid of this infection. And then he noticed that there was something around her heart. Mm. There was inflammation around her heart valve. And so they wanted to do a scope to kind of see what, if that would warrant open heart surgery to replace a valve that that, infection had gotten into her or her heart oh i had to tell you um so what she got it was an infection called lemire syndrome and mm. what happened get this it uh you get an infection in your jugular vein it's extremely rare when they told us about it that first night um they said it's lemire syndrome it's extremely rare it hits healthy young adults which is exactly what she was wow. that in- 
it gets in your jugular vein and it shoots infection throughout your body. Mm. And so if these past month and a half, they're chasing infection everywhere, trying to stop the spread into killing her, right? Wow. And so the fear was that that infection was now at her heart. Mm. Um, at that point, so with that scope, one, two, four or five different procedures, surgeries, that type of thing to try to stop the advancement of this infection. And so it was decided that she would have open heart surgery. Uh, and she's she, how old again? Remind oh. us how old she is, Lisa. 19. 19. 19. My goodness. Open heart surgery. Every So this is kind of what the things that our family did. Every night we would meet together at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and have family prayer. All of them. All of our children that could. Once in a while if they worked or were at basketball or something, they didn't. But every night we met at her hospital bed, 5 o'clock had prayer that strengthened her that uplifted her that strengthened us to keep mm -hmm. us together because like i said we all had different things we were trying to deal with right. that we survive and and do so um ashley had had many many priesthood blessings we always knew she would be okay we didn't know what mm. okay though no. yeah no okay would mean it was okay for her to pass we didn't know if okay means she's going to have open heart surgery and she's going to have to have surgeries every few years to replace those valves that mm. that happen every year or we didn't know what okay meant. Yeah. We just trust completely in God that his okay would be our okay. Mm. Um, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. Go ahead. So many priesthood blessings and so many blessings. The last blessing that was pronounced upon her head actually was not a healing blessing. It was a comfort blessing. Mm. Mm. And it was for all of us. And in that blessing, Ashley was blessed <clears throat> that she would be held in her Heavenly Father's arms. And that she would be, that angels would be at her side. And that the Savior would hold her in his hands. And when Beautiful. we heard, no one said it. We thought, oh, she's been released and she's going to be called home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday, the day before surgery, her surgery was on a Sunday. Saturday, she had beautiful, long black hair. We braided her hair, painted her nails. She was getting all gussied up for open-heart surgery. Um, everybody left. Mom and Ashley, I climbed, I climbed in her bed. We again prayed, please let the angels come and comfort Ashley wherever she, whatever's going to happen with her. Sunday morning came, we gathered again as a family, my children, our children, we gathered and some close friends and family and we had the opportunity to partake of the sacrament one last time as a family together to partake of the emblems of the sacrament of the Savior. brought us closer to the Savior. Courtney, he knew exactly what Ashley was going through and what we were going through because he bore it first. Beautiful. <clears throat> wow. We kissed our girl goodbye, sent her off to have her heart repaired. We went to the waiting room with many family and friends just to wait. While we were waiting, trying to keep it up part, we didn't tell anyone what the blessing said. Mm. We didn't say anything. And we were waiting. Um, and we played games, tried to keep it light, trusting that we would. the Lord had always promised us we would be okay. Yeah. No matter what things the doctor said of, 
Now this has happened. Now this has happened. Now open heart. Now this, whatever, 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 we were going to be okay. As we're waiting in the open in the waiting room, we just received word that one of our close closest family friends, almost like family, was killed in a car accident. Mm. And we, family member. So I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. A lot. The load becomes great. Yeah, yeah. We're all, I think we all felt like it. Yeah, we're done. We're good. So I, okay, well, we felt so bad for them and we didn't know, we just felt bad. We didn't think at that point. It was a short time later that the doctor came and I I was looking at the clock and I'm like, man, he's back early. Mm. And so, um, and he, he did not look good. He looked terrible. The expression on his face was just terrible. And I was like, oh, she's gone. Mm. He's gone. And I was like, okay. And he's, I don't know how to tell you. And I was like, well, you tell us because your face has pretty much told us. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Words. And he goes, I don't know how to tell you this. He goes, but we opened a a healthy heart. Incredible. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, we opened a healthy heart. We got in there and that there's nothing wrong with that heart. That valve is fine. (sighs) And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Holy smoke. And so my husband and I, I don't even remember what we reported to the family. We're just like, she's fine. You know, (laughs) everything's fine my goodness but i went into a different room and i actually came upon a a nurse who had been with us in shock trauma icu and i was i was losing it about that time because i was like what the heck is going on and she's talking to me and such a comfort and and she said and talking to me and then all of a sudden i remembered oh my gosh the blessing I needed to go into another room for a minute so that the Lord could talk to me and get me out of that. Yeah. Right. And in that blessing, when the Savior touch, heals someone, sometimes he touches them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other times he does other things, right? But in Ashley's mm-hmm. case, they didn't open a healthy heart. They'd opened a healed heart. And she was healed. Wow. Beautiful. Ever since that, that girl, ever since then of that healing of her heart being healed, the efforts of the doctors and all of those things that they did, she, ever since her surgery, there was no other, there was no other, Oh, today is this. Oh, today is that. It, we, we were done. No it follow-ups. Was, no well, more craziness. Wow. We're done. Wow. Uh, it was just, we went home a week later, you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Six weeks to the day. So we went home, I want to say, like the second week in December. Then six weeks to the day of her open-heart surgery, she's back at college. Wow. Uh, going back to school. Unreal. And then about four months after her open, I, it was the night of her open heart surgery. It was an anniversary. I remember she's a beautiful Polynesian dancer, Ashley is, and she was a part of their school luau. And four months to the day of her open heart surgery, I'm standing there watching her do the final number, which is called a taupo. Watching her dance, knowing that she was healed. Such a blessing. Such a blessing. A huge blessing. So that's the miracle of Ashley's health. Our Mm. family husband still didn't have a job. Took him actually several months to find a job. 
And Ashley was left with um, a lot of medical. She was 19. She didn't have insurance um, at that time through uh, myself or my husband. We didn't have insurance. Mm. We had a big old... uh, she had, I mean, we had it. We were trying to help her, right? Right. Medical bill that we needed to pay for. I, I remember right, it was half a million dollars. Wow. Way to pay it. And we just had such a support system with family and friends and people that would have bent over backwards for us. We had people break into our house and get us with Christmas tree. Put it up. I think we came home and we had a Christmas tree fully lit and lights on our house. Mm. Wow. Gone. We had food and treats left at our door all the time. I don't think I cooked a meal the whole time. Wow. Ashley was in the hospital. My family was always fed. Um, My community and my family just took care of us. But we needed a way to pay for that. Uh, medical bills that she had. And so um, my brother kept suggesting, we should do a, we should do a fundraiser. We should do a fundraiser. And, and, and we thought, well, you know, we could do a luau. That's kind of what we do. Right. That happens good or bad. You have a luau. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I contacted the medical facility and tried to get help there. Uh, write-offs and things like that, just giving Ashley's story with her parents. We would love to pay for her bills, but we can't. You know, we're income, seven-member family. Um, Right. You know, um, my son who got a job, he's trying to help, but we just were not enough to make, to to provide. That kind of a bill. Right, right. We couldn't even find a place to put, if we did a fundraiser we couldn't even find a place to have a fundraiser because we couldn't afford it mm. and so we um, actually um, contacted our our church and asked if we could do a fundraiser and they said no you, you can't do a fundraiser in the church and I said okay well that's okay you know we'll, we'll find some place it's just not and but um, our church leader he says you know what I'm just gonna ask I'm just going to ask if we can. Yeah. And so he wrote a letter to the area authority and asked if we could have a fundraiser in the church, explained our situation. Um, this had been about six months since Ashley's, five months since Ashley's open heart surgery. Uh, we were trying to get a fundraiser, clarify. Okay. And I got an email about a week later, and I still kept the email, and it said, as a testimony, that the Lord knows what your family has gone through. You have been okay to have a fundraiser for your family in the church. Wow. And we received special permission. And we put a fundraiser together. Special blessings, special circumstances, special spirit. Special We, I've never seen one since, even our MC who, um, he came and he did the fundraiser and he says, I do fundraisers all the time. You want <laughs> fundraiser in a church like this and mm-hmm. a huge blessing. The community came, the community, awesome. I remember people that I didn't think would ever come into a church came. Mm. donated her former teachers everybody in the community they all came they donated they one teacher his wife is a beautiful artist i went and and i said hey do you remember my daughter it's like of course i remember her i said you know she she's been sick and we're trying to you know uh, gather things for a silent auction would you be willing would you think your wife would donate something he went into his office. He pulled the picture right off his wall and handed it to me. Oh, that's I remember awesome. he out of this junior high. Just, that was her junior high teacher. 
And I remember crying like I could not believe the goodness and kindness. That's well said. Sometimes when we go through these very difficult and traumatic times, it gives us opportunity and a window to see the very best in other people. And uh, that's what you were seeing after her surgery. She's now doing better physically, and but you're seeing also the blessings of how wonderful the people around you are. So that that's a really strong blessing. I've seen that before too, where when you go through hard things or you're in a hard situation, it's an opportunity to see the very best in the people that are that are around you, and that's that's a real blessing. Yes, yes, I think that she was healed. Well, I know she was healed physically, mm-hmm. well as spiritually. Right. All of us were. All of us were because, right, like I said, other members in her family were struggling. We all had our trying to live our life and trying to just, and we all were strengthened and uplifted. And, and I remember when someone said that they were going to come to her fundraiser that I didn't think was going to ever come into a church. <laughs> the car and I I said it was worth it yep. every minute of that pain and worry and sorrow it was worth it that it is wonderful easy. that's very poignant go ahead I'm sorry that's okay no if they could feel the love that we have felt worth every minute of it yeah I, I agree with you, and I've heard that with yeah. other kinds of situations, too, where when you look back at it, you realize where you are now from where you were and your experiences, you go, that was actually worth it. Can't hardly fathom thinking that when you're going through it. It's like this, as you said that one time, I, I can't take anymore. I think my load is full. I don't know if I can handle one more bit of news or one more bit of concern. Um but then, now here you are, some years later, looking back, going, what an incredible experience, and the relationships and the strength now that you have inside of you, uh, immeasurable. Lisa, I'd like to ask you a question, because, you know, Doug and I have been through things, too, and, and sure. I mean, your story is just amazing. So, could you share with our listeners, what would you suggest that they do if they're just going through really, really difficult times right now? There's a lot of people going through a lot of difficult times. That's true. What would you suggest for them to do? Oh, gosh. It's kind of putting you on the spot, but you've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, because I see miracles every day. This happened 10 years ago. If you were to say, what was the miracle that happened last week? I could tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Miracles happen when you have faith. Right. Okay. Okay. Miracles happen when you have faith. And I wasn't looking for a miracle. Uh, We would have been okay with whatever. Whatever. With Ashley, we would have been okay. Right. But you got a wonderful outpouring. Wonderful outpouring. It only comes to the hearts of those who have these experiences. And be still... And know that I am God. Mm. Get yourself into that place where you can get all of the noise out of the world, out of your head, and just be still and listen. And God will direct you where you need to go. There's a lot of noise, there's a lot of things that come and go, and you just have to be still for a moment and know that I am God. And take those time, those minutes every day to find, just to take time to be with God every day. Whether it's just a silent prayer in your heart, whether it's singing a song, whatever it is in your heart, whatever brings you closer to God, give Him that time every day. And then if you're still not quite feeling it, more time. If you're doing five minutes, then you do ten. And as you build that relationship with God, He will strengthen you, and He will strengthen you through His Son. That's beautiful, and I I don't want to cut you off, but I just want our listeners to understand, whatever you believe in, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in a deity, if you believe in whatever it is that you believe in that brings you strength, 
that's what you need to turn to and you need to ask for that specific help. And what I have found in my world is be very specific. Yes. Sometimes you don't yep. even know what that is. Just help me find peace or yes. help me get through the next few minutes or help me get through yeah. whatever. Just be very specific in that ask, but ask and then listen. I love that you said you just have to get quiet. That's something I'm not really good at, but <laughs> I'm trying, <laughs> but just listening. So I'm so very grateful that you took time to share this story with us. Like I said, I've listened to it on Doug's YouTube channel, Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth, probably three times now and cried every time. And I'm, <laughs> I've got tears, but I'm trying to hide them behind my glasses. I was told to put my glasses on. So so you can't see what's going on back here as much. <laughs> but it's, it's definitely there. Yes. Love it. <laughs> so we only Doug, last few minutes, last few seconds, we've only got a few minutes. What would you like to say? This was just beautiful. It's it's as touching now as it was when you first told the story to me. It's as, and when I was editing and putting the video together, incredible spiritual experiences in that process as well. So I feel it again, and I appreciate this opportunity and uh, and that blessing. So thank you so much, Lisa. Lisa, thank you. We so much appreciate you. And with that, we're finished with our time. I told you it goes so fast. It we does. just need a lot more time to tell the rest of the stories. But thank you all of you for being out there and listening. Look for the miracles in your life every day and always have hope. There's always hope in your healing, whatever that healing needs to be. And there's always miracles. So please look for them, feel them, know that they're there. We love you and we will see you all next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 